Welcome to the Shiro Podcast, where we celebrate women in the legal profession and discuss some of the challenges and issues they face. This podcast is brought to you by the Texas Young Lawyers Association. My name is Sarah Giddings, and I'm the District 15 Director for the Texas Young Lawyers Association. Today, I have two fabulous ladies with me. The first is Sarah Neal Stribling. She's an associate at Webb Stokes and Sparks. She received both of her undergraduate and law degree from Texas Tech University. Sarah Neal currently serves as the president of the Tom Green County Young Lawyers Association. And our Shiro today is Mary Golder. Mary Golder is a partner at Webb Stokes and Sparks, a personal injury firm in San Angelo, Texas. She received her undergraduate degree from the University of Texas and her doctorate of jurisprudence from the University of Houston. When she is not busy practicing law, she spends time with her three border collies, which I'm sure we will hear more about today. Sarah Neal, I'm going to turn it over to you. I guess let's start. How did you get your start in the law? Well, I was in seventh grade, and it was the summer, and my best friend's mother was on a jury, and we didn't have anything else to do. So we were in Austin, and we go down and to watch this murder trial, which you have to wonder about my friend's mother allowing us <laughs> to watch a murder trial. But, and Roy Minton was the defense lawyer, and that I was hooked. As soon as I sat there for a couple of days watching that trial, I thought, this is what I want to do. And so luckily, in high school, we had an organization that was for young people that were interested in going into the law. So I participated in that as well. But I knew pretty much from that time onward that I wanted to be a trial lawyer. So I went to undergraduate school, and I did that in three years because I'm Again, just goal-oriented, I just wanted to go to law school because I wanted to be a tax lawyer. I have an undergraduate degree in accounting, um, and I did well in tax law and law school. But as fate would have it, when I graduated from law school, I went to work at the Attorney General's office. And that was at the time of the, uh, the civil rights lawsuit where the state's prison system was being challenged by eight inmates. And as luck would have it, I got to be on the trial team for that. So as soon as I got my, I took the bar exam in February, passed it in May, and went to trial in Judge Justice's court in September. And then I really loved doing the trial work. And ever since then, that's pretty much, you know, all that I've done. I left the Attorney General's office after uh, three years and went to work for Frank Maloney, who's one of the great criminal defense lawyers, wonderful man. He was on the, went later on to the Court of uh, Criminal Appeals and he was very much a mentor for me, stayed there for a few years, and then came to San Angelo. So I'm getting ready to start my 35th year at Webb Stokes and Sparks. Well, in those 35 years of practicing law, how have you seen uh, the role or the importance of a female trial lawyer change or, or not change? When I came, I pretty much was it as far as trying cases uh, in definitely in the field of personal injury in this area. Um, Judge Abusi had just gone on the bench, and we had a few lawyers. Uh, Terry Modell tried some fam- family law litigation, but pretty much I was the one when we would have pretrials, the only female in the over there at pretrials. We had pretrials once a month, and they would last two or three hours with Judge Stott, and they were a lot of fun. <laughs> and so you, everybody's case that was going to be tried that month, we would have the pretrial. So, um, you know, I was pretty much it. For me, I, I've never really felt like I was treated in a poor manner because I was a woman. Um, in Brownwood, my favorite judge, Judge Cadenhead, took me in one day into his office and he said, you know, you're not bad for a woman. 
So I thought of that as a compliment. Today, a lot of people wouldn't think that was a compliment. But again, he was not used to having a woman trying cases in his courtroom. And so I, I always felt like, you know, I was treated with respect. Um, and But I don't mind being called little lady. And even now I like being called little lady or girl. But uh, back then, you know, it was a unique. We're in West Texas. This is guy's country. And there are just not a whole lot of women. But it never seemed to be an issue for me with juries. Um, you know, I, I seem to relate well to women on juries and, um, and men as well, but it just, it never did seem to be an issue for me that I was unique in that I was a woman in this, in this area trying lawsuits. I will tell a little funny story. I went and tried a case in Austin, my very first solo case, and I came back to the office and I have a photograph of this. And my parking space was had been painted while I was gone, the bumper, and it said Mr. Golder when I got back. So I have a picture of me standing by my parking place, and as Guy Choate said, we didn't mind hiring a woman, we just didn't want anybody to know it. So <laughs> that, that was kind of the, the way it was then. Thinking about it now with some perspective, do you think that there were advantages of being a female in, in your practice? Absolutely. I think that... It, particularly in personal injury, it's a very sensitive. Uh, p- people that we see are in a vulnerable position. Something has happened to them. Maybe it's something minor or something major. And I feel like, as a woman, that I uniquely can be a little more empathetic with a client um, than a man. And maybe they're more willing to talk to me uh, as a woman versus the guy you know men men don't want to show weakness to another man but visiting with me I think that I can relate well to them I know you've mentioned some of the the people that shaped and influenced the way you practice law and and even kind of sparking your love of the law who do you think male or female who do you think your sheroes are well, let me go back to the Attorney General's office. Ricky Rivers is a fantastic lawyer in Austin, and she was my very first mentor. Uh, she's a couple of years older than I am. She hadn't been out of law school that long, but when I went to the Attorney General's office, I, it was kind of trial by fire in front of Judge uh, Justice. So Ricky was there for me. I tried to model myself after her the way she comported herself. So Ricky Rivers is just a great lawyer, and it was a good, really good friend. Uh, then, uh, as I mentioned, Frank Maloney, then coming to San Angelo was just such a wonderful opportunity for me. I was very happy working for Frank Maloney, but my sister was living here. Austin had really changed. Um, it was not quite the environment that I had grown up in. I've always ridden horses. That was something that just was not possible in Austin anymore. So uh, through mutual friends, I had an interview with Tom Webb and met he and his wife for dinner one night, and I was hooked. You know, I, he was such a dynamic person. And, um, as you know, a lot of times I'll say, well, this has been a Tom Webb day. Because if I go out somewhere to take a deposition or something, and then I'll go by and see a referring attorney, or I'll go, you know, go to a shop for a client that we've seen and, you know, visit with them, those are Tom Webb kind of days. So I will say that Tom Webb loved people. He loved doing, it wasn't just about winning with him. It was always trying to better with his clients. So Tom was just a wonderful role model for me. Um, I am so lucky that I practice law with the guys that I practice with because um, Guy Chubb, Max Parker, Carlos Rodriguez, Sam Sparks, we just have had, you know, 35 years. We're together longer than I've been together with my family. So, um, you know, they're all my heroes. And I've, 
learned so much from every one of them, and we just have such a great relationship. I am so happy to have another woman in this law firm, however. <laughs> it's taken a long time. Um, but, you know, Sarah Neal, we're just thrilled to have you here, and you're just doing such a good job. But I think, you know, again, a woman adds something that, that men lack a little bit as far as uh, having a more intimate relationship with your client, you know, feeling where they're coming from. Do you think that there are, uh, I guess in my perception, there's maybe fewer female trial lawyers than there are graduating female attorneys. What do you think accounts for that kind of gender gap in, in trial law? That's a great question because I think, as you know, yesterday morning, we left this office at 6.30 in the morning. It is very difficult for women that have a family to have a trial practice. Because you, it is, particularly if you're doing litigation in the personal injury field, you're going to be traveling. So, um, you know, you have to have good child care. You've got to have an understanding husband. Um, you know, my husband was great about me being gone a lot. And, you know, he had a very demanding job, too, so it wasn't... Uh, you know, it wasn't really a hardship, but I think that accounts for it. I think it is, it, it is possible, but I think it is you really have extra effort to have a family and be a trial lawyer. The hours are very demanding, and if you're getting ready to go to trial, it's a you know, 20-hour-a-day job. So, What do you do to, to balance those competing demands of having a, a full and satisfying home life and also being effective in your work life? So... Since I lost my husband six years ago, um, I've always been very interested in dog sports and dog rescue. But even more so now that I have more time, um, I have three Border Collies rescue dogs that I compete with in many AKC sports. I also train, have a little training class on Saturday mornings from 8 to 10 at my house for my friends that have rescue dogs that they need help with basic obedience and um, I've really enjoyed seeing my friends progress. We, I just competed at nationals with my dog, my oldest dog. And <clears throat> one of my friends who had a dog that was very difficult also qualified this year and went with me. So that was really fun. So um, yeah, I'm, I have the best law partners because they allow me to bring my three Border Collies to work. Uh, they, my dogs sit back in my office. They've got their beds. They sleep. They're really not. And when I travel, of course, I don't bring them to work, but they're at the office, and I appreciate my partner's understanding about that. Um, I do have clients that come to see my dogs, and not me necessarily. And I have clients that send me dog videos, not because of me, but because of my interest in dogs. So I think that people, you know, a lot of people like have dogs, like dogs, and they appreciate somebody that that has a similar interest. And I know Wynn does some special work with kids in our community. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes. Um, at the Tom Green County Library, they have tail wagging tutors. And so on Tuesday afternoons from 3.30 on, I go with Wynn to the Tom Green County Library and children read to him. And so he also has a lot more fans than I do because kids love to come in and read with him. But that's such a great program. Uh, just recently, we had 900 children at the courthouse f- celebrating children in reading, and they were all elementary school kids, and so they had different little spots on the courthouse lawn where people were reading to them, so it's just a great program, but yeah, I'm, I'm real lucky about I've got very sweet dogs, and they like children, so that's a good thing. I've got a great picture of Wynn with children all over <laughs> him at the courthouse the other day, so... 
Well, I know that a, a huge part of wanting to come to work here at Webb Stokes and Sparks was meeting you and talking about um, talking about being a female trial attorney and having somebody that would be a mentor and that I could could look up to and, and learn from. Some people, a lot of people, don't have the benefit of having a mentor just down the hall. So for those listeners who um, are looking for some advice and how to manage a career in the law or as a trial lawyer, what advice would you give to young lawyers? Find a mentor. It doesn't necessarily have to be somebody you're practicing with. You know, I love being a mentor. I'm not always the greatest, most patient teacher in the world, but I like doing that. And so if it was, I love working with you, but if somebody came to the firm, uh, you know, and they weren't with us, but they said, hey, how would you handle this? Boy, I'd be glad to help with it. And I think all of my partners would feel that way too. So find a mentor. It means I would not be the lawyer I am today without these people that helped me along the way. Um, you know, it's just, and you learn so much from other lawyers, and not necessarily about the law, but a lot about how to deal with people and how to appreciate, uh, you know, your practice. I love being a lawyer. I tell young people this all the time. I love being a lawyer. Don't do it if you don't love it, because it's hard work. But, you know, I love coming to work every day. Uh, Yesterday, not so much because it was an early, early day. But, you know, you, I, my advice was find a mentor. And if you don't like it, don't stay with it because, you know, you need to be happy in what you do. Well, Mary, thanks for visiting with us. I think I, I learned a lot more about, about you and got some great tips going forward. And uh, I think our, our listeners will appreciate your advice as well. Well, thank you. I really have enjoyed listening to your program. So good job, ladies. Mary and Sarah Neal, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been another episode of the Shira Podcast on Wonder Women Wednesdays. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please support the work we're doing by liking the Texas Young Lawyers Association's Facebook page and follow us on Twitter at Tex Young Lawyers. And tune in for our next episode on Wonder Women Wednesday.